What's going on, boys and girls? It's your boy Malik Craven, Dream of Water Podcast, and this is our first bonus episode. True bonus episode. I realized I went through my discovery, saw that I had a bonus episode that was sports related, and all my bonus episodes are supposed to be, you know, sports related. Um, in this episode, we'll talk about friendships and doing things the right way, doing things correctly to get the results that you want, and. I'll be brief with the intro, but this is something new that I want to start, just that football season's over, basketball season's about to hit playoffs, so I won't be talking too much about sports anymore um, until football season starts cranking back up, and in that time, I still want to talk to y'all, I still like podcasting, I find it very therapeutic, in a sense, so I would love to keep talking to y'all, and I will, so without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the podcast. Alright, so first topic at hand, we will be talking about friendships and the whole Joe Button podcast situation with those three, Joe Button, Rory, and Maul. Um, quick backstory, if you haven't heard, they broke up um, basically over the financial reasons. Because, and of course it's different on both sides, Joe Button saying that they wanted more money, they felt like they weren't getting paid enough, and Rory and Maul like, nah, we didn't want all that, we just wanted our the correct man that we were supposed to be getting paid. So, let's get into it. Let's just hop into it. Let's start with the situation. So, situation, I listened to both podcasts. Joe Budden, in a sense, did a lot of dancing around. That's strike number one. Um, that's, that's strike number one. Like, if you can't tell a story straightforward, you know, now, again, like, there are some people like me, I need to fully explain myself in certain situations. I need to fully explain myself for you to feel like where I'm coming from. That, that's okay. But if you get to a clear point at the end of that, then that's fine. But if you're dancing around the bush, if you're dancing around questions, if you're, you know, saying stuff that's not true or, you know, you, in the sense, you're boosting your ego, then, hey, you know, you, you, you're doing something wrong. You're doing something wrong. So Joe Biden, so Joe Biden, he's out here basically, I like to say, dancing around questions. Basically, I ain't gonna lie, he's, we, we kind of witnessed Joe Biden kind of pumping his own head up. He's like, you know, this shit is here because of me. Da-da-da-da-da. You know, the only reason we have the Spotify deal is because of me. I'm bringing all this marketing. People want to work with this podcast because of me. Basically saying, like, Y'all should be grateful with whatever I give you because I'm the one that's really bringing all this money. Y'all don't really bring in any money, which is false, Um, which is false. And Rory went on to say some things about that um, in his podcast, which I'll get to later because I want to go with a series of events. But at the same time, it's we all, if you listen to the Joe Budden podcast, you realize that it's not just Joe by himself. Yeah, if he's given all the memes and he's given credit because it's called the Joe Budden Podcast, but it's never, it was never just only because of him. Like, some people say, like, Rory carried that team. Um, some people say Ma was carrying that team. You know, personally, I just thought they were all three, like, they all needed each other. They were a big three. They all brought their own stuff to the table. And, yeah, that's all. that's all I'm going to say about that. So, Joe Budden also starts bringing up this thing with Rory having a problem with him working with academics, 
you know, after academics disrespected Rory. And I mean, to an extent, to an extent, I can understand where Rory is coming from. And I'll get to that later, too. But I'm just trying to give you a synopsis of what happened on the Joe Potten, Joe Button podcast. So he's but all in all, Joe Button is basically trying to say, hey, I make more money than y'all. The reason I make so much more money than y'all is because I'm the reason that, you know, we have these lights, these cameras, this this crew, this podcast, all this money, all this success. I'm just you should be thanking me for even being nice enough to break y'all off. And then he proceeded to call them overworked, I mean, overpaid. And so, and I didn't appreciate the dude. If you've listened to the episode, then you know what I'm talking about. There was some dude, I don't know if he was in the background, I don't know if he was a camera guy or whatever, but he just, like, it just felt like he was just riding Joe's dick, like, oh my gosh, like, oh my God, Joe, you've, you've taken us out the, out the slums, I remember where I, we were in this apartment with cockroaches. I remember, like, okay, bro, like, we get it. Like, Joe Button took you out the hood, but, like, that may not be the case for both of them. It may not be the case for them. So, again, like I said, I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that with Joe Button's podcast. It, there was just, like, it was just a whole bunch of funny business about it. And usually when you are doing extra stuff, you're covering up for something else, which is the truth. You're covering up for something which is the truth, and that's never a good thing. So now let's get to Rory and Moss podcast. Now, they address the situation so clearly and so cleanly, and Maul also goes on a good rant. Um, Maul goes on a good rant about how Joe's acting different. So I'll I'll just go through what they said. Basically, oh, and if I didn't mention it before, Joe Budden was saying that they were asking for more money and Joe told him, no, you already kind of getting enough money, like, chill out. And so that was not the case. Joe, I mean, Rory and Maul just wanted to see the books. They wanted to see the accounting, which, in a sense, they have the title to let me explain something to y'all. I work at my job and I don't go into, you know, my supervisor always say, yeah, let me see the books. Let me see how you're bringing in every month. And then we compare it to my paycheck. Because why? That's not even my pay. Me, I'm paid by the hour, really by the minute. But I'm really paid, yeah, basically by the minute. And every minute slash every hour that I'm at my job, I get paid a certain amount of money. And, you know, I have a shift differential because I work overnight. And, and, but what I get at the end of my uh, paycheck is a pay stub. And my pay stub says, okay, you work this many hours overnight. Here's your pay. Here's your money for that. You play that. You worked a little bit over. So you got some pay for a day shift. That's, that's this pay. Oh, and you worked this much pay during the afternoon shift because you came in early that's with this much pay oh and last but not least you also came in on the weekends this is how this much so basically it breaks down in every single category what i get paid and then on top of that it shows how much i get paid and then it shows um what's my what am i trying to say what am i trying to say it shows how much taxes are being taken out how many fees are getting taken out? And then it gives me my net pay. 
okay? And using my net pay. And then, so that's my that's my paycheck because I get paid by the hour. I worked a job where I've had salary. And guess what? My paycheck was the same every single week. No matter if I got, you know, 10 units or my 90 units. I got paid the same. And it didn't matter if I worked over 40 hours or I worked under 40 hours. I got paid the same because that's what salary is. doesn't matter how much I bring into the company. I get a base pay and I continue that specific base pay. So, again, pay stubs. At those jobs, you get pay stubs. Majority of jobs, you get that through pay stubs. Now, I don't work in, in retaining business. So, I was a little shocked when I asked, well, dang, I'm here asking for accounting. Like, yeah, that kind of does seem like it's out of your pay grade. However, when you don't get a pay stub, when they sit, when in the contract it says, oh, we're going to send you um, accounting quarterly, we're going to send you that quarterly, and so you can compare the pay that you're getting to what you guys have made because you get paid based off a percentage. Now, I understand. That's their pay stub. That is their pay stub. Hey, we made $100,000 over these two months, let's just say that, like, I like to use even numbers, over these six months, we've made over $100,000, your percentage is is 25%, that's why you've gotten paid $25,000. Now, of course, are they making way more money than that? Yes, but that's just some numbers to throw off your head, right? That's just some numbers. And so that adds up. Okay, we made about a hundred thousand. My paycheck's been somewhere around twenty five thousand, maybe less, due to taxes. Okay, cool. Sounds good. And they had been getting that, that that from accounting, until there was a mess up. And then they stopped getting it. Here's where stuff gets shady. Here's where stuff gets shady. At least in my eyes with Joe. Rory and Ma didn't say, hey, Joe, you messed up. You need to fix this. They said, hey, the company that you work with messed up, but we're getting it handled. And then Joe should be like, all right, cool. You know, I apologize. Because that's your boys. You know, Joe Budden, you know, even though he kind of dished Rory and said, like, he didn't, he never break bread with Rory. He didn't think he was, you know, he didn't consider him a friend. But he, he considered Ma a friend. And if those are your friends, if those are your podcast buddies, when you did this podcast with them for about a good five, six, seven years, I, I mean, I would hope over time y'all would at least be decent friends. If that's your friend, then even if it's not my fault, I'm still going to say sorry. If I was doing a podcast with any of my friends, let's say my boy Xavier and Reggie, if I was doing any podcast with them and, you know, they, they didn't get paid the right amount of money, I'd be like, bro, that's my fault. I'll make sure it gets handled. They're like, no, it's accounting's fault. But they're fixing the error. Then I'd be like, okay, but I'm still gonna apologize because that's on my, that's on me. I'm gonna double check now. And that's where Joe was like, no, nah, y'all tripping. And it wasn't a small accounting error of like, oh, like I was supposed to get paid. Let's go back to the twenty-five thousand. Like I was supposed to get paid twenty-five thousand dollars. Then I only got paid twenty-four thousand and five hundred dollars or something like that no there was a four hundred thousand dollar missing or error within accounting 400k bro close to half a mil 
y'all gonna lie to me and say that that wouldn't disturb you either. Y'all gonna lie to my face and say that you wouldn't be asking no questions too. Friend or not. Friend or not. I got my father. I could be doing a podcast with my father. And I got questions and the $400,000 is just missing. And so they was like, all right, well, you know, they're getting it handled. They got it handled, whatever. So next time they ask for accounting, now all of a sudden it's a problem. Okay, now you're acting shady. Okay. And this is, and this is where I wanted to address things with the friendship thing. Friendships are ways that we get human compassion. Um, it's in Maslow hierarchy needs. It's not, you know, it's is as a, it gives you a feeling of belongingness, like you belong in a in a friend group or something to that effect. Like, you know, friendships they're very important, at least in my opinion, for human growth, development, and overall happiness. <laughs> Apologize for the sniffling in your ear, but it's important. From that aspect, here's where friendship is not okay. When you want to start acting shady or you want to start acting different, but just because you and a person have been through a lot together, they're supposed to just forgive them that, oh, well, that's just them. You know, that's still my boy at the end of the day. No. No, we're, we're, we're done with those days. I feel like at every level, we're done with the days of, you know, You've been here since day one. Even though you're acting funny, I'm still going to deal with it because you're my best friend. No. I feel like those those days are done. Those days are cut. And so, Rory and Ma are like, yo, like, it's very simple. We just want to make sure we're getting the correct money because it's not that we don't, they didn't trust Joe. They didn't trust. Initially, they didn't trust Joe. Initially, they did trust Joe. They didn't trust the company where he was doing his accounting for and now that Joe's backing up the company, it's like, you don't need it. Uh, y'all was asking about, asking about accounting. I feel like I'm not paying y'all correctly. I'm overpaying y'all anyway. Duh, 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 duh. Okay. Now you're making the problem about the money that we're already owed. Now I have a problem with this. Now I have a problem with this. And what's crazy, in my opinion, is what's crazy is why would you try to mess over or burn bridges with people who you have such a successful podcast with? And even then, like, y'all making easy money. Like, I mean, I don't think this, like, I'll be honest with y'all. I hope this podcast blows up one day and I'm able to sit back in my nice town home apartment, maybe even a house one day. And I can speak into a mic, talk to either myself, my fans, or to a colleague of mine like Reggie, Saray, Xavier, and make hundreds of thousands of dollars. I would love to do that. That's e- That's the easiest money in the world. I don't even have to leave the crib. I don't even got to leave the crib. That's the easiest money in the world. So share this podcast so I can do that. Anyways. So why would you mess that up over being greedy? And it's crazy because friends can switch up on you like that when money is involved. You see, it's easy to cut checks when the checks are 
something that you can split between each other. You know, I know they have to pay production and crew and all that other stuff, but let's let's go with another basic number. Let's go get, let's go with another basic number. Let's say every month. Every two weeks. Let's say every two weeks because I feel like they was making good money, good bread. Let's say every two weeks they was getting a check from you know, if it was Spotify, Patreon, wherever, wherever they are getting their bread at. Wherever they are getting their bread at. Let's say they were getting that money from all them companies and the check was about let's say starting out it was about ten thousand dollars. And let's say production crews already didn't pay. So maybe because again they didn't argue percentages that much. They wasn't paid evenly. So let's say Joe Bunn's like, all right, well, I'll go ahead and I'll take six. I'll take six off top. Oh no, 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 not six, not six. Sorry, 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 sorry. I'll take five. I'll take five. Five a thousand of that ten thousand dollars, and then you two can split up two, uh, twenty five hundred. Let's just say that was the deal. Let's just say that was the deal. Just, just to be even, right? Like he's getting paid fifty percent. Them two are basically splitting up their own fifty percent. Now that's good money for not only Joe, but it's also good money for them. Twenty five hundred every two weeks, not too bad. About five band, five bands a month. Hey, that's good money. That's real good money. That's real good money. At least in my opinion, I think that's good money. <laughs> At least that, in my opinion, that's good money. But what happens when Patreon, Spotify, they're like, man, y'all doing so good. You know, y'all bringing in more money than we thought. We got to start paying y'all more. And instead of that check being, instead of that check being ten thousand, you know, ten thousand, it's twenty. Do you change your percentages again, or do you still lowball them and give them the money that they don't deserve? Because <laughs> if we're still going by the same ratio, that then means this two week check, you take in ten thousand and you give them both five thousand. Okay, now let's start getting into some real money. Let's say y'all hit a bonus. Let's say y'all hit, you know, because apparently, like, they were saying, like, the way they were speaking, you could tell, like, this wasn't no, they weren't tripping over a measly, I mean, the accounting said there's a $400,000 accounting error. And this, and they get those quarterly. So just to give y'all some perspective. So they may have been hitting, like, some bonuses on, they may have hit some, Good money on Patreon, probably was hitting some good money on YouTube, good money. Oh, and that's what they discussed. They was like, we didn't even want no YouTube fees. And they're making good money off of Spotify, Apple, Apple Podcasts, wherever people were lost listening. They were getting those viewership. They were getting sponsors. Like, they like they basically had the damn thing. And now your checks that you have to split between each other, maybe 50000 every two weeks. Now it's easy to be greedy and be like, man, they don't need all that money, man. They were surviving. They were surviving good off that twenty five hundred, man. Let me go ahead and get them suckers a measly ten, ten thousand, ten thousand, and I'll 
take 30. Now I'm going to start switching up the percentages. Okay, now it's 100,000. Let me give them a good 15, 15, and I'll take 70. Now, now you see what I'm saying? Like, it's easy to get greedy with that type of money instead of saying, nah, these are my friends. I don't want to see them eat as much as me. You know, I want to see them buy houses, cars just as nice, if not nicer than me. You know, let me make sure I keep the percentages correctly. And it sucks that money can do that. And I think the biggest lesson from this is just because a person's been your friend for long don't mean that they're going to switch up on you. People switch up all the time. It sucks that they do, but they switch up all the time. And it could be for various reasons. Sometimes it's trauma-based. Sometimes, you know, somebody goes through such a traumatic event that they're no longer themselves. Sometimes people get money. And, they re- and, you know, they get cocky and they're like, you know, I'm better than you. I make more money than you. I own you. Kind of like how Joe Budden was. And they start acting different. Start stop talking to you like a friend. Start talking to you like they own you. Like you, NASA. And so I just think that's an important lesson for everybody to learn. Like, friendships are essential. They are essential and there's something that I think is important to the to the human connection and human body and spirit. But uh, it should never be an expense of your mental health. Friendships are supposed to be happy. I mean, every relationship, there's going to be ups and downs. But at the most part, friendships are going to make you happy. And when you got somebody that's real, keep them, keep them around. And if you have somebody start stopping to act as real as they used to, hey, it's about that time to cut them off. It's about that time to cut them off and, you know, move forward. That's all I have to say about that sort of situation. But I hope Rory and Maul, you know, are con- successful in continuing their careers. Because Joe Budden is saying, you start a podcast and I'll sue you. Come on now. Um, so... Roy Ma, I hope, you know, y'all boys be blessed. Joe Budden, and and it sucks because, like, Joe Budden is always the one screaming about therapy and talking to a therapist and psychoanalyzing and, blah, 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 and a lot of psychology, but he still has a lot of hate in his heart. He still has a lot of greed in his heart. And so it's like, why would you flex about, you know, you working on your mental health if you still got stuff that you need to work on? I mean, you just lost two very good friends. Work on it. Come on, Joe. Work on it. All right. Next on this podcast, we will be talking about this EDP situation. And the the topic of this top the topic of this is if you're going to do things if you're going to do things outside of your comfort zone. Make sure you humble yourself, check yourself, and do things correctly. If you do things, and I don't even say outside your comfort zone, if you do anything in life, make sure you check yourself, humble yourself, and make sure you do things correctly. Make sure you do things correctly. If you do things correctly, success is usually, majority of the times, going to come with it. I'm not going to say this every time, but we all know we've already studied for a test and we failed it. So it's not always going to happen. But 
if you do things correctly majority of the time, you do things correctly, good things will happen. But if you do them incorrectly and you act cocky about it, it's going to blow up in your face. Let's talk about this EDP situation. EDP, who was a, who was a famous YouTuber, um, mostly, in my opinion, known for his rants about the Philadelphia Eagles and how much, excuse me, y'all, um, a horrible organization he thought they were, and um, a whole bunch of stuff. You know, he was he was just a a big, a bigger, you know, very large black man that just hate. You know, he he made other weird videos like. I think one video was called Why Masturbating Should Be an Olympic Sport. Like, he was kind of a weirdo. I'm going to be honest with you. And that's why I really didn't check out any of the other videos. But, you know, I did see the couple of Eagles videos. And, I mean, his rage was funny. I'm not going to say him as a person. He was funny. But just seeing his rage about the Philadelphia Eagles was funny. And I'll leave it at that. So, he basically got exposed for being a pedophile. And... They have great evidence on them, but because they didn't do things correctly and they didn't humble themselves, one, this predator may go free, and two, the focus has shifted from now the predator to another person who was trying to expose him. So I don't know what the guy's name or the two dudes who were trying to expose him, but... um. And I'm sorry, I couldn't. I tried to research and I couldn't find it. But if you guys can find it, then you guys are maybe better Googlers than me. But let's just start from the top. So EDP is basically like a whole episode of To Catch a Predator. Whole episode of To Catch a Predator. Um, you know, they lured him in with EDP with text messages on an Instagram account. Instagram said, like, legit, like, I'm 13 in the bio. and Or, yeah, I'm 13 in the bio. And then text me in the DMs, she was like, I'm 13. And he proceeded to text her, talk to her, ask to be her boyfriend. Um, yeah, a whole bunch of sick, a whole bunch of sick shit. Which, if I may go on a little mini rant here, that shit is disgusting and you need to get help. If you are asking a 13-year-old, as a 30-year-old man, if you are asking a 13-year-old girl, can I be your boyfriend? You need help. You need help. And I just talked about friendships, human compassion. Bro, you better go pay a prostitute, a hooker that is over the age of 18 to give you some compassionate, some love, or something. Start, I'd be sliding, I'd be on Tinder, I'd be on Christian Mingo, Farmers Only, trying to find some compassion. I would... You know, I marry my right arm and be with myself the rest of my life before I hit up an underage girl. That shit is sickening to me. And so he needs help. He needs his ass whooped. He needs his ass beat. But then he needs help. He can go to therapy with a black eye and a couple broken bones. And honestly... Those are one of the most unforgivable things, in my opinion. So, if he don't make it uh, to therapy because he's in that rectangle box, hey, that's that's one of the the great sins, in my opinion. You don't you don't mess with kids, dog. That's fucking disgusting. 
and I know I usually don't cuss my podcast, but that's just one of the things that I, I I don't play with. I don't play with putting your hands on women. I don't play with rape. I don't play, and I don't play with, you know, and there's, all, of course, a bunch of other stuff that I'm not, that's not coming to my head right now, but I don't play with, you know, touching on little kids, little girls, or little boys, little boys being touched on, and we'd be like, man, the fuck up, well, that's another topic for another conversation of another day, so he's talking to this little girl, he's sending her pictures, and the guys who are running this Instagram account are sending pictures back, um, I don't think they're new photos, I think they're just regular, like, pictures, and so, yeah, they're not, because that, then they would go to jail for child pornography, but, yeah, so, like, all that stuff, right, so then, it's, like, hey, you want to come to my house, my parents will be gone, I'm making cookies, like, this, like, again, like, I, I guess I can't put him on too high of a pedestal, because he really thinks, that a little white 13-year-old girl would go for a 30-year-old 400-pound black man, 500-pound black man. Like, I don't know who 13-year-old girls crush on, but I know when I was 13, they was all crushing on Chris Brown, maybe Drake, maybe, like, you know, those type of dudes. Like, so you think, like, out of all, like, especially, like, this little white white 13-year-old girl, out of all the celebrities, out of all, maybe even the dudes in her neighborhood, maybe the fellas in her neighborhood, all these dudes, she found Yo Ugly's Instagram account and wanted to be your girlfriend. Come on now, dog. Like, but again, can't be that... I guess he can't be that smart. So, of course, she's like, I'm baking cookies. My parents are me hungry. You trying to come through? He's like, yeah, I'll be over. Just send me the address. Like, yeah. So, he, they fell into the catch a predator trap. As soon as he gets out of his car, they he goes to the apartment. And as soon as he starts walking back to his car, because he realizes it's a trap, they're there with the camera, and they pretend to proceed to expose him in the video. Now... Here's where I will, well, I'll I'll let you know what happens, and then I'll get to the other side of this situation. EDP, they question him about everything. He doesn't deny anything. He's like, okay, I'm caught in 4K. So, yeah, I did it. Yeah, I know I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm this. Yeah, I'm that. Damn, am I a pedophile? Do you want to fist bump? Like, a whole bunch of, like, stupid shit. But he basically admits to everything. And then he realizes as soon as they about to call the cops, he skirts off. Now, I think it's stupid. You probably should have called the cops before. Probably should have called the cops before and said, hey, we did a little catch a burger type thing. Y'all should be at least in the area. So when we call y'all, I can just pull up. Probably should have set that up instead of just calling him at the end and then letting him escape and get off and didn't even give it get his license plate number or any of that other stuff, right? That's what happens. EP skirts off. Um EP skirts off, goes home, puts up a video on YouTube saying, Hey, I'm deleting all my videos like within the next couple of days. So if you want to download them, go ahead and download them and I'll catch y'all boys and girls later. 
And then the video finally comes out of him getting exposed. Now, let's look into the account of the people who actually exposed him. Now, you had the main dude. Let's talk about the main dude. This is the first part of the lesson that I was talking about when I said, you need to humble yourself and check yourself. That's the first part. So he thought he should get in the business of trying to expose people for basically being bad people. And might I mention that this is the first time that they tried to expose somebody. They've uh, tried to expose other people, but but uh, may or may not have been successful. I don't know. Couldn't find any research on them being successful on exposing somebody. Um, also, I don't. Like they weren't doing it right anyway, but I'll get to that later because they weren't. And so you go to, and so they, they pull up on him, and you know, the dude the entire time is just cracking jokes. And you know how Chris hands and how he pulls up, pulls out from around the, you know, the, the dining room, and he's like, Sir, what are you doing here with this kid? Like, they're like, ADP, man, what's going on? Like, I was like, okay, they're about to expose him. And it was, and Chris Harrison is serious because he realizes that pedophilia is something that's not only disgusting, but it's just, yeah, it's disgusting, but it's a serious matter. Like, you were really out here trying to have sex with a child. So it's something that needs to be a serious matter. And dude is just cracking jokes, like... He's like, is your name ED four four five because you weigh four hundred forty five pounds? And uh, you know, you built like this, you built like that. Oh, you're so fat. Um, like basically, just like you'd have thought that this was like a comedy show. And you know, Kevin Hart was like, hey man, the funniest person I get a hundred thousand to. He was just letting the jokes fly. And so from there, from a, at least from my standpoint. I'm like, all right, well, are you more focused on trying to expose him or are you more focused on getting off your jokes and getting getting clout? Because this isn't a laughing matter. Like, there's nothing about this that's funny. And so you over here cracking all these jokes, like, I don't understand the psychology behind it. I don't understand the thought process behind it. And so, what am I saying? Okay, so he, like, that went on. And so I already had the first problem with that. But now, okay, again, you need to address your genius. Check yourself and humble yourself. You're out here trying to expose other people. Well, let's go ahead and expose you. People did some digging on Twitter, and they exposed that dude. First of all, he's on um, the internet calling black people the N-word multiple times with the hard R, white man, calling calling black people the N-word with the hard E-R. So it's like, wow, like, Again, now you're no longer a credible source because you're out here doing horrible things. Then a video pops up of one of his later YouTube, older YouTube videos of him basically making jokes about pedophilia. Um, I'm not going to say the joke because it's just that disgusting, but it had something to do with having sex with a baby. And again, that shit is fucking disgusting. And so... You've now tried to expose somebody for being a pedophile when you're over here making jokes about pedophilia, having racial slurs. Why should we listen to you? And you're not taking this situation seriously. 
You're, the, the whole credibility of this is now out the window. Is this staged? Is this set up? Seems like it. Seems like this is staged and set up. Seems like, you know, you pay EDP to, you know, you were right next to EDP when you were texting them all this stuff. And, you know, y'all were going to throw some ads on here, make quick revenue, and then be like, oh, yeah, it was all fake. It was a prank. Seems like it. Because you're not being serious. You have your history. And you, and then things were not done correctly. So this is where I'm, this is the thing that makes me the most mad. This is the thing that makes me the most mad. So this is what thing that pisses me off the most. So apparently it's a federal law that when you're trying to catch a predator or if you are insisting on trying to catch a predator, you can't use real photos of real minors. You cannot use real photos of real minors. In the profile picture, in any pictures that you send in the DMs, <clears throat> like you can't use real photos. You gotta use photos of real minors. Like you can like maybe find somebody that looks 14 but is 18 years old. Maybe that's somebody that looks like a baby face. Yeah. You can find that. And so or maybe like someone who's basically that's what you can do. Or you can use the voice of someone who can come off as a 14 year old, like just how they used to do it, catch a predator. And they used to be a grown ass woman in that entire time, like, yeah, my parents aren't home. Would you like to come over and get some cookies? Like, you can do that. You can you can disguise yourself as an adult, but you can't use a kid. Okay, that's wrong in itself. And I agree. So Apparently, when they were sending pictures to, to, because I guess EDP was asking for some pictures or some type of verification, and literally, yeah, some type of pictures, some type of verification, and they were sending pictures of an underage girl, not naked, fully clothed, but you can't do that. You can't do that. That's against the law. So guess what? Now all of that quote unquote hard work you did to expose him, maybe not might not even be able to be used. May not be able to be used. And if I'm a lawyer defending EDP, I feel like this is easy money. I can get this boy out of this. Because one, you weren't serious in the video. So I can say, sir, they're obviously being playful. They've insulted my client. You know, plenty of times, you know, they've commented on his weight. You know, Your Honor, this isn't, this is, this isn't right. Basically, this isn't right. You know, this should, this should be acquitted. And can't use the text message evidence because, can't use the text message evidence because that's voided. You spoke the law by, send, by sending pictures of kids, you know, whether clothed or not. Like, you can't do that. So now all that evidence is out the window. And that's why I came with the second part and said, if you're going to do things correctly, if you do things correctly, good things will come. If you're going to do things, you're going to got to do them correctly. And then good results will come. Because this is what they did. And this is my, this is where I thought 
you know, the club may have gotten to their heads. They tried to expose a famous YouTuber, which I'll give them that. They were kind of successful in that. They exposed them. But exposed and jailed is not the same thing. Especially because he has a weird following. He has a very weird following. So dudes were actually defending him. Dudes were actually defending him. So let me let me just put some things in this into perspective for y'all. Let me just put some things in perspective for y'all. If if EDP is like, yeah, I'm gonna start my website. It's five dollars to subscribe, or yeah, I'm gonna be on Patreon. It's five dollars to subscribe, and you know, y'all come mess with your boy. The man had two point two million followers. I'd say. A third. Oh, so let's use a third. I said twenty-five percent. So let's say two twenty-five percent of those followers, which is somewhere around five hundred thousand subscribers, may have his back on this. And then I'll cut that number in half and say two hundred fifty thousand of those will have his back in this situation. And maybe subscribe to his new page. Maybe subscribe to his Patreon. His new page. And Patreon's, like, as much as people, like, try to say, like, like, I, like I'm going to be honest, I'm a researcher. I'm a researcher. So as much as people say, like, oh, I wouldn't pay for this service, I wouldn't pay for this service, or... All these dudes that swear every now and then pay for like Patreons or OnlyFans. It's it's cap. It's such cap. It's such cap. Cause the cause the money doesn't align with what everybody's saying. There's everybody on Twitter saying, like, Oh, I'll never pay for OnlyFans. Every like, every dude on there, like except like the dudes who are open about it, every dude on there, like, oh, I'll never pay for OnlyFans. Porn is free, da 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 da. It's like okay, but there's you can you can do a quick Google search, Twitter search right now. You see all these girls making, I mean, ten bands, fifty bands, hundred bands, fuck it, man, like money per month on OnlyFans, and be making bread during the, in the tips department. I'm like wow, must be nice, must be nice, you know. And then on Patreon, like some pages don't have it, like J Button page didn't have it. But sometimes, like, they let you know how many Patreons I got. I've seen some where it's about... that. There hasn't been one where I haven't seen... Unless they were just starting up. There hasn't been one where I've seen it's been less than a 1,000. So you got to think. Of course, Patreon takes out their fees. But if you got a 1,000 people paying $5 a month, that's 5,000 in your pocket. He has way more subscribers than that. And I feel like his father would definitely pay more for more than 5000 dollars a month because they have different tiers of course they're like i mean and i would have different tiers if i ever started a patreon i'm i'm getting on a ramble about his fans but i'm this is all to make my point i'm saying all this to make a point so you know he may have like a five dollar just basic like hey this is the website you know you know come kick it with your boy they even have a ten dollar or twenty five dollar maybe even a fifty dollar one some people might take that ten fifty dollar one so i'm saying all that to say this you try to expose a man 
You tried to expose me for being a pedophile, which you, again, successfully did. But you didn't do it correctly. And now this man is going to be making more profit than he ever made. He got exposed as a pedophile. And now he's going to be making more profit than he ever made. And I can't fault those guys that much for that because it's going to be the people who I point to who are actually subscribed to his page. That's why I point the figure out and say, yo, like, this man did this and y'all still support him. That's nasty as shit. That's nasty as shit. I can't support that. If I had a famous YouTuber, a friend who got exposed as a pedophile, I couldn't support it anymore. I would encourage him to get help and then distance myself. If he came to me, I'd beat the fuck out of him. And then encourage him to go get help. Highly encourage you. After he got out of the hospital. But, now that you've exposed him, you've forced him to go into a different avenue. And now he's going to be, not only is he free, not only do you guys look like the idiots now, because you're you're on, on, the, on the cool, you're racist. But now, you have exposed, quote unquote, exposed the dude and made him better. And so certain, like, and it sucks to say, but some people, life is like that. They got it like that in life. Like, yeah, I do what I want, and I don't care. So I don't get any repercussions. EDP should be sitting in a jail cell right now. But you, because you guys didn't do things correctly and properly, he's at home. Maybe even giving it a little, little bit of breathing time before he chooses his next target. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. So I said, I spoke about that whole situation to say this. You're going to do things, do them correctly. Humble yourself. And check yourself. I mean, like, y'all know me. Like, I don't know if y'all follow my personal Instagram, at Malik.Craven3. But if y'all follow me, y'all know I'm not, I'm not the skinniest man in the world. Okay, but if I get online and I'm like, yeah, y'all need to be working out like this, working out like this, I'm gonna be like, um, where are your abs? Where are your muscles? Don't think just because I got a little bit of blubber don't mean I got muscles, okay? But anyways, y'all be like that, right? So again, check yourself. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. As the great ice cube said. Oh, okay, those are the two main points that I wanted to make. Um, and I guess I'll end the podcast off with this. I want to try to end it off with some encouraging words. Um, and I'll say it like this. Summer is a time for blooming and growth. Sun's out. Fun's out. You know, people are allowed to get their, people are getting their vaccination, so people won't be outside. People are going to go outside, have fun, do what they want, do what they do. And it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a real good time, people. But this does not mean that you don't stop your own personal growth. We can all be better as human beings. Always. Don't ever get cocky enough to think that you're perfect 
there's nothing that you can work on. And human beings, there's always something that we can work on. So I encourage other people, as you listen, as we end up this podcast, to go out and try to learn a new skill. Or try something that maybe is outside of your comfort zone. You know, or get back to being consistent on what's something that you used to do and you love. Like this. I find this very therapeutic. I can't write, so, well, I mean, I can't write. I just have horrible handwriting. So this, in my sense, is kind of like a journal. And so I use this as a journal. There's so many, there's so many episodes that I've spoken as a, to this as a journal, and I just deleted the episode because I need to get that off my chest. So maybe try podcasting. For those of you who love music, maybe try creating a beat. Maybe make it, maybe writing a song. You know, I know I can't sing, but I know if I can write a song, maybe sell that thing to bring fires, we can make some money. You know, I'm personally not big into the cryptocurrency um, thing, but maybe look into that. You know, I'm, I'm starting to get into stocks. You know, so just because it's summer doesn't mean like, like, you know, this is this is our season. You know, this is one time I get to wild out. Look at summer is like, okay, I'm allowed to do more stuff than I want. I'm going to be in my bag this summer. I'm going to work on certain stuff for the summer. And, you know, I'm also enjoy the fruits of my labor. Like I am. Committing myself to working out more, eating better, trying to live long, guys. It's time to get more consistent on my podcast. This week I'm dropping two episodes, maybe even a third. Later on this week, just depending on if I'm preaching on a certain day. So I just encourage y'all to, and I know I may be rambling, but I'm going to wrap this podcast up soon. Just try to figure out something new that you would like to try in life or get back to something that you used to love doing and get back to it and find your happiness. Um, because, you know, you don't really know what true happiness is until, you know, you've experienced it by yourself. If you don't have any happiness by yourself or you always have to be with somebody or you need some type of substance, then it's time for you to go ahead and try to figure out that true happiness. Um, I like to end this podcast by saying, you know, I'm going to go ahead and pray for y'all boys and girls. Ain't nothing wrong with saying that. I just want to pray for y'all just to make sure that y'all continue to stay blessed. Please follow the podcast on Instagram at Podcast underscore. You can follow me at Malik.Craven3. This has been another episode of Dreamwater Podcast. Y'all boys and girls, be safe.